Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today, we're going to begin a new chapter in our Bible study as we look into chapter number 10 of 2 Corinthians. And Paul, again in this chapter, will be on the defense of his own apostleship as we uh, begin the opening verses. There are some powerful verses, of course, in this chapter that uh, we are going to look at. In fact, there's some verses here that would apply to the series that I preached in our church on Wednesday night for, I guess, 11, 11 or 12 weeks on spiritual warfare or the whole armor of God. And we're going to look at those verses in upcoming broadcasts. So you'll want to stay tuned and make sure you catch all of the content that uh, we'll be creating here in chapter number 10. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you've already spent some time in prayer, and I hope that you're ready to go with me as we study the Word of God together. Now, before we start our new chapter, let me remind you, if you missed any of the preceding Bible studies, all of those are archived for you on the podcast, and if you'll go to wherever podcasts are found, type in Striving for Revival, hit subscribe. You can have free instant access to all of those prior Bible studies, and there are I guess hundreds of them there available for you, and I believe that'll be a blessing and a help. That way, if you miss us on the radio, you can find us whenever you have the time there on the podcast. And I know as I travel, many of you will say you listen on the radio, but you also have the podcast. That way, you can re-listen, and you use that as you take notes and study along with me. And I think that's a great opportunity and a great tool, and our media department put that together, and that's just to be a help and a blessing to you. Now, In chapter 10, I said a moment ago, Paul is on the defense. Now, you'll remember Paul in 1 Corinthians wrote that, I won't call it a scathing letter, just a a loving, correcting, shepherding letter to that church, uh, exposing their sin, exhorting them and encouraging them to correct it and get things right so that God could bless. Because of that letter, some people, some people, of course, repented and got right, other people sort of bowed up and began to look for flaws or perceived flaws in Paul. And they were trying to discredit the message by uh, dressing down the messenger and finding fault in him. So Paul in 2 Corinthians has repeatedly gone on the defense of his own testimony, his own ministry, his own spirit, his own agenda. And what a sad thing that is that the man who'd given so much and loved so deeply had to, to the ones that he had sacrificed for, give an account of himself and tried to vouch or vet himself before them. Now, verse 1, Paul says, Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness, gentleness of Christ. So he is reminding them of the spirit in which he is coming to them. He's not coming all hard and brash and mean and difficult. He's not being some sort of a dictator with a cold heart or a a no feeling for these people. He said, I'm coming to you in meekness, and I'm coming to you in gentleness. 
And he said, when I'm with you, here's what it says, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold towards you. Paul said, you know, when I'm with you, that I am the uh, servant of servants. I try to be. I don't parade myself around like a spiritual peacock. I don't expect any kind of unfair or extra treatment from you. I am base. I'm, I'm, I'm fair towards you. I'm meek towards you. And uh, I have a gentle spirit. You know my character. He said, but I'm being bold in writing you this letter now that I am absent. I, I, I'm taking... And what he's doing is taking the criticism of his critic and throwing it back on them. And look at verse 2. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. So, <coughs> excuse me, here is the argument. They're saying Paul is full of flesh, that Paul is being unfair, that Paul is doing this in the wrong spirit. And Paul is basically warning or saying, I hope that when I come that I don't have to be bold in presence like I've been in letter. Now, what he's doing is he's offering them the opportunity, <coughs> excuse me, to go ahead and get some things right. Now, their criticism of Paul is he's walking in the flesh. They're saying Paul is just full of himself. He's got a bad spirit. He's just a mean individual. He's too narrow. He's too hard. And Paul's saying, hey, listen, that's not who I am at all. He said, I'm coming to you in the spirit. I'm led of Christ. I'm trying to help you so that God can bless your life. Look at verse three. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So Paul is saying this, we live in our fleshly body, but we don't fight in the flesh when it comes to the Christian life. We go through life in the flesh, but we are to walk in the spirit. The battle is not on a fleshly or a carnal level. The Corinthians, the especially the critics in that church, are dealing totally on the fleshly level. Their realm of comfort is carnality. In fact, Paul told them they were carnal many, many times in that first letter. But Paul is saying, I'm not battling on the fleshly level. I'm not dealing in the realm of carnality. We don't walk in the flesh. We don't war after the flesh. By the way, Christian, that's a good place for application for you and I. You and I are not to walk in the flesh. By that, I mean we are not to walk according to the dictates of our carnal nature. That would change every aspect of our life, our attitude, our disposition, our worldview, our agenda, our dreams, our purpose. If we uh, fail to walk in the Spirit and walk in the flesh, we're going to make a mess. But if we would walk in the Spirit, I tell you what we do, we would please the Lord and be a blessing and benefit to others. And the command is this, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the desires or lusts of the flesh. You say, well, I'm dealing with this, that, and the other. You might not be walking in the Spirit. If you're walking in the Spirit, it's going to help you in the area of reaction. When somebody does wrong, when somebody does something to you that you think wasn't right, wasn't fair, whatever you want to say, and you feel like you're on the victim end of something, when you walk in the Spirit, it will change the way you respond and react to that situation. If you walk in the flesh, you're liable to blow up and make a mess, <clears throat> split a family, split a church, split a friendship. But we walk in the Spirit. Our war is not after the flesh. Paul is saying, hey, listen, I could have easily gotten mad at the individuals in that Corinthian church who are being critical, but they're not my enemy. They're my fellow soldiers. They're my family in God, if you will. The devil's my enemy. 
We don't battle against one another. We are fighting against spiritual wickedness in high places. Look at verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So let's look at these two verses, and and we'll be through for today and continue the rest of this chapter next broadcast. Verse number three, emphasized, I mentioned it a minute ago, we live in the fleshly body, but we don't live according to our fleshly body. We live according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We go through life in the flesh, but we do it walking in the Spirit. That requires continual crucifixion, denying thyself, dying to thyself. Being filled with the Spirit of God, not grieving, not quenching the Holy Ghost. All right, then verse 4, the weapons of our warfare. It reminds us of Ephesians 6. I told you I've been in a series in Ephesians 6, and we were in that series for multiple a quarter of the year, basically. And we learned a lot about spiritual warfare. And here's a great verse. In fact, it was used a lot in that series. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That person that you're upset with ought not be your target. That individual that did you wrong should not be the object of your retaliation. That situation, that person that's in a place of authority that's propagating things that are wicked, I mean, God help them. I pray they get saved. But listen, they are not the enemy. It is the devil that's behind it all. He is our enemy. Amen. And the weapons of our warfare are spiritual weapons. And here's the blessing of it. They are effective. They are effectual. They are mighty through God. And they can pull down spiritual fortresses. All the battlements of perdition, all of the fortification of hell, all of the high towers of wickedness, our weaponry, spiritual weaponry, is able to bring it down. So Paul is emphasizing, listen, we're not dealing with this issue in your church in Corinth on a carnal level because that would accomplish nothing but the devil's purpose. Our weaponry is spiritual, and he comes to them in the right attitude, in the right demeanor, and walking in the spirit. That's a good lesson for you and I. When we approach conflict, when we approach contention, We always deal with it in the Spirit. Until next time, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.